Hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Cauldron with hosts Jamie and Charlotte, where we discuss spirituality, paganism, witchcraft, holistic lifestyles, and everything in between. So gather around the cauldron every Wednesday, where we brew up a new topic. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Cauldron, and Happy New Year! Welcome to Season 2. We're so grateful to have you here with us again for another wonderful year of the Cosmic Cauldron Podcast. Yes, we are excited for Season 2 to kick off, and we are even more excited that Jamie is here today. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) I had to take a little sabbatical, which we will get into shortly. Um, But yes, I am back and I'm grateful to be back, even though my voice is still healing. Um, It is uh, palatable enough, I think, for everyone. (laughs) So (laughs) just excuse my uh, rather hoarseness uh, during this episode. Um, This cold season has not been kind to me this year so far. Yes, we are bringing you season two and we have some changes that we were going to make to make this work-life balance a little easier for us. This year, we are going to be moving to 40 to 45 episodes a year to create this this balance that, that we can actually achieve. Showing up every week for a year had proved to be quite quite taxing and sometimes a sabbatical is very much needed so in efforts to be transparent with you we wanted you to know what to expect in the future and for season two but we're really excited to get this launched i think we have been on season one since 2021 so it's it's good to get this roll over into this next season and it's great that it aligned with the new year Yeah, it was really perfect timing. And honestly, everything with this podcast so far really has been. And I think, you know, 40 to 45 episodes a year is really ambitious anyway. So I think we're doing really awesome. Um, We did 45 (laughs) 45 episodes last year, right? Yeah, well, the I would say 45 for the season. Uh, We, well, no, 47 for the season. But I believe that 45 were recorded in... 2022 so yeah okay so we started right at the tail end so yeah we just wanted to start you guys off with a little bit of an announcement a welcome back happy new year and just let you know what to expect for the year to come we love bringing you guys these episodes but charlotte's right we've got to have work-life balance and this isn't our only work anyways we have lots of other projects going on and uh We just want to make sure that we can continue to produce the quality of episodes that we want to bring to you guys uh, without having to compromise, you know, on that at all. So, yeah. yeah. And and for our own sanity as well, because that's important. Yes. Honestly, (laughs) no kidding. No kidding. I mean, it's we love to talk. Don't get us wrong. (laughs) Yes. That, that is very true. But <laughs> if you've ever produced a podcast before, um, and if you haven't, we'll let you know now. It's, it's, it's a lot of work. It really is. You know, we, we knew it was going to be a lot of work going into it, but we've definitely learned a lot this first year. <laughs> so oh, yes. I think we're going to be a bit more streamlined for 2023. And, and honestly, that's kind of why we're doing this first um, season two, episode one um episode right now is to kind of look at 2022 how did that year go for us what are some things that happened you know what would we do differently you know what are some of our plans for 2023 um and so this is going to be a very kind of fun conversational episode and i think you guys are going to enjoy it yes so let's get into it so, my goodness, now I get to talk about myself, which always sounds fun at first. And then you're like, oh, man, <laughs> there's a lot to cover here. Right. <laughs> who really got a lot of ground. Yeah. And who really wants to hear this? But you know what? We're doing it anyways. <laughs> and I think I think you guys will honestly like I feel like we could write a book between the two of us of what happened this past year. So, but we're just going to touch on a few points and things that happened 
just so that you guys can get to know us a little bit more. And I don't know, just because we thought it would be fun. And this is something I think we're going to do every year because I think it's always a great idea to kind of review your year anyways. So this could become a practice for not only us, but all of you as well um, to kind of take stock of, of the last 365 days and take a look at what worked and what didn't work and whatever. So anyways, enough about that. Let me go into my life for 2022 and my goodness, was it a full adventurous year? Probably one of the most interesting years of my life. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, besides the years that like my children were born, um, you know, it, it started off, uh, pretty sad, not going to lie. Like 2021, the end of 2021 was really hard. I went through a lot, which we've covered some on this, on this podcast. So I'm not going to get into that, but needless to say, it was definitely a dark night of the soul during the darker months. And I came into 2022, uh, kind of not having any idea what it was going to look like. And I surrendered and kind of opened myself up to what could be. And boy, did the universe deliver. <laughs> and so I'm kind of going to go through a timeline here. And it all starts on January 11th. <laughs> when I met my now husband. Yes, I met him just January 11th of 2022 in person at my favorite little park down the street. And now we're married, which I will get into later in the timeline. But uh, we actually started speaking over Facebook dating. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, a few days before that, and he was actually living in Alabama. And he wanted to drive down here and visit me. So we did that. And you know, any of you guys who follow me probably have seen this park that I'm talking about, but it was important for me to not only meet somewhere public because I really didn't know who this guy was, but also somewhere that was special because I felt a tingle in my soul that this was going to be something special. And um, so I just wanted to to have our first meeting be some somewhere that meant something to me. So we met down at this park. We fell madly in love and he moved in less than a month later. <laughs> so that's how my 2022 started was going from single and sad to um, madly and deeply in love. So it was definitely a whirlwind of a start. And uh, the first few weeks we were together, it was just nonstop fun. You know, we were cooking together. We were dancing together. It was just some of the most fun I've had in my entire life. And it took me out of this like valley of darkness I was in right up to the top of this mountain. And I was just soaring. And so it was a, it was the beginning of the roller coaster of emotions that I will call this the past year. <laughs> but it, it started on that upswing, which was really, really nice. Um, so so yeah, he moves in and we start our lives together. We start blending our lives together, which was really nice. And I had started a, a, a side business, I guess you could say, with someone that I had also met online and that ended up not going so well. So in the beginning of 2022, like financially, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do for myself because at the end of 2021, I had you know, eliminated a partner and income from my life. So I was trying to figure things out for myself. And I had started this business and I started experiencing like some weird health issues. And then there were some very interesting uh, personal and moral issues between myself and the person that I was running this business with. So right as I have this beginning, you know, with my now husband, I had an ending with this business idea. And so again, here we go on the roller coaster, right? It was like this up. And then I came down a little bit because I'm like, okay, this was something I was planning on carrying for a long time. I brought this other person in to do this with me. And now it's kind of all fudged up. And, <laughs> and now I don't want to do it anymore. And, you know, 
that's kind of the MO of my entire life, though, is an Aquarius is sort of this like, oh, let's do this thing and then get bored with the thing or the thing doesn't turn out to be what we thought it was going to be. And then we move on to the next shiny thing. So that wasn't too surprising. Honestly, it was just probably one of the most difficult. Uh, how do I put this? I guess just endings that I've had to deal with. It took a lot of growing up. I'd say um, a lot of maturity to set up some boundaries. So this was kind of the beginning of having to put up some boundaries for me last year. And that felt really good, um, especially after what I went through in 2021. It was like, okay, I'm not going to be a doormat. We're going to set these boundaries. And so that came to an end. And then shortly after that, I did get engaged. Um, my now husband asked me to marry him on the beach with the kids. It was wonderful. And we went on several different like vacations and trips. It was, I think 2022 was the most traveling I've ever done in a year. Um, and I'm really grateful for that. And it was, it was on my manifestation list that I had created for myself. Um, I have been wanting to travel for years and it was just never possible with the way that my life was before. And so that was one of the things that I really wanted to work on. And I know that that's something really important to you, Charlotte, is, you know, being sort of nomadic and we've got that nomadic kind of gene in us somewhere. And so, yeah, we went on a bunch of trips, like we went on a spring break trip and then him and I went on, um, a couple's weekend after we got engaged to kind of celebrate our engagement. It was, it was really, really awesome. And I'm just now realizing that I completely forgot to mention how it was that I brought my husband into my life. And I know that I've told this story before, but I feel like it's important for me to mention it again at this point. Um, at the end of 2021, and I know we're talking about 22 here, but just stay with me for a minute. Um, like I said, I was in a real dark night of the soul. I was very sad. Um, there was a huge ending in my life that I was very happy about, but at the same time, it was a huge change and shift in my life. And I wasn't really in a good place. And I kind of took stock of my situation and I realized, you know, my worth is so much more than, than what I've been allowing in my life. And so I created this like master list of character traits and personality traits and like must haves for a man in my life. And it was quite lengthy and I kept adding to it. And, and Charlotte, you've seen it. <laughs> it. It Every time I thought about something that was important to me, I put it on the list. I mean, everything you could think of. And this was like mid-December. And I kid you not, you know, Greg came into my life that first week of January, like what, three weeks later. So just a little side note on how important it is to, I like to say, put your order into the universe. You know, it's, it's one thing to have it floating around in your head, which is great. The mind is a very powerful tool. Don't get me wrong, but there's something so tangible about getting it out of your head and onto paper that just solidifies it that much more, you know, never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that the man I was creating on this note <laughs> was going to show up three weeks later. And even like the first couple of weeks, I thought, man, this can't be real, right? Like this guy's got to be like some crazy liar. Like there's no way this is really real, but it really was. And it's, it's changed everything in my life. So in this review, I want to notate the importance of writing down what you want, I guess is what I'm getting at. I did the same thing for my husband, and he would have never believed that this list existed. However, I told him about it several months into dating. And like, I even put physical markers on there, like I wanted to be sure. And also there, there's things that I'm attracted to. I even put on there that they would have insane dimples. And I know I don't post my husband on anything, um, but check, check mark. 
So yeah, I am all for vis- visualization and he ticked off all the boxes and it was, it was fun to recap. I was like, I wished for you. Like I ordered you. <laughs> yeah. And, Hi. and that's something I, I think that's important to, to bring light to is that we both did this in our lives. Like, you know, obviously like we have a connection, so I'm not surprised by that at all, you know, but this, I mean, it's not something that can only be done by certain people. I guess that's where I'm going with this is that anyone can do this and we've both done it. And so it's really encouraging, I think. Right. And I remember the conversations, you know, in early January that you and I were having and I was just like, Oh my God. And I was like, Charlotte, I'm going to show him the list. And she's like, don't show him the list. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm like, which, you know, I understand where you were coming from. Cause you're like, you said, I think you said it's a cheat sheet, you know, he's just going to do everything on the list. I'm like, yeah, but I'll know if it's like, it's- I still stand by that. <laughs> you can only carry on that lie for so long though, you know? Yeah. I never viewed it that way. I always viewed it as this was my order with the universe. You know, I had it written down, but yeah, I never, I didn't view it as, you know, like I was withholding information. Yeah. And hell, I don't even think I realized it until a couple months into dating anyways. And I was like, and then I looked back at my notes and I do that frequently. Like I'll write down a goal and then I'll go back and I'm like, oh shit, I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so for me, it, it wasn't like withholding information from him, but it was like when I found it, it was, it was really cool. And it was cool to show him as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I was just, I think I was so excited because while talking to him, it was like, I was asking him questions, of course, you know, that related to everything on my list and he was answering them correctly. And I was like, no way. So I was like, Hey, um, this is how I'm going to do this. I'm like, I have this list and it's like a contract. And if you don't agree to everything on this list and you can't, and you aren't everything inherently on this list, then this isn't going to work. That was what I had come to. The conclusion. That works well. That works well. Yeah. 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 You're, uh, ahem, ahem. please, please sign this contract, sir. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I thought to myself, <laughs> like, it's a very slim chance that, that any man that's not serious about me is going to be like, okay, yeah. Like I, you know, like, let's look at this. That's you true. know, most men would be like, are you kidding me? Like this bitch is crazy. <laughs> You just, you just hit me with a list of demands pass. He was like, okay, yeah, let's see it. I want to see it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I sent it to him in like screenshots, I think. And he was like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I can do all of that. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, really? And you know, here we are almost a year later. And, and he was right. Honestly, he was right. And the, the beauty of it too is that not only did I manifest everything I wanted on the list, but something that wasn't on the list that I didn't really think about at the time was someone that would really be willing to work on things, not only personally, but as a couple. And I've never experienced that before, but like when things do come up, we talk about it and then we're like, okay, we're both willing to work on this, like actually willing to work on it because we love each other so much. And so you know, anyways, without getting too mushy, like I just, <laughs> I wanted to share that. No, that is important. That's one of the most important things to making any relationship work, you know, whether it be romantic, platonic, doesn't matter. You, know, you got to be willing to work on things and work through things because no two people will ever agree every step of the way. That just doesn't exist. And if it does, one of those people is lying. <laughs> right, right. And that's, I think there's, there's definitely a beauty to that because we, we are very similar. Like you and Leo can be very similar, but we also do definitely have our stark differences, but we respect that about each other. And, you know, maybe to some people, this is like, you're, you're hearing this and you're like, well, duh, that's how it's supposed to be. Well, that isn't exactly how relationships have gone for me in the past. Uh, I come from a long line of traumatic relationships. So, you know, this sort of thing was like, oh, I can have this. Like, this is a thing. Like, what? This is amazing. <laughs> so, 
It might sound normal to you, but it's not to me. Okay. Well, it is now, but it wasn't then. I definitely had those two, even, even so much so that I, I would say until I was 25, I couldn't make a decent decision <laughs> because of my dating history. And like at that mile marker, like it progressively got better, but not everybody was a fit for me. And until I met my husband, you know, who I'm with now, who is actually incredibly different from me. We are, we are light years apart, but he is very supportive and, you know, a good match for me. Definitely ticked all those boxes on my list. So, so 2022 for me didn't actually start in 2022. It started in December, right just shy of Christmas in 2021. And I lost a good friend, a good friend, somebody that I have so many of like my favorite memories with. Like everybody has that person that they, um, they have all those wild and crazy memories. Like if you're, you're thinking of, oh, this one time I did something real stupid. Well, it was always with this one person and they passed away in 2022 or I'm sorry, in 2021. And that really set the tone with everything that I was going to need to to work on uh, the following year. You know, for one, processing grief. That's a very, very difficult task. You know, that that's no, uh, it's no light undertaking. And it kicked off my year in in a way that taught me that I was going to have to really process my traumas, process my grief, and that I couldn't sweep things under the rug anymore, which is a a habit that I have. I can sometimes lean into disassociating or making something out to be not as bad as it is. And what that does is that cheapens the actual process of grief for me. Um, I needed to figure out how to be entirely vulnerable. But now this was at the backdrop of starting this podcast. So the very first few episodes of this were in the midst of me trying to figure out where the fuck I was going to go from there. And then a couple months later, my husband lost his father, or at least it's his grandfather, but this was his father figure growing up. So it was a very difficult time as far as loss goes. And one thing that I wanted to mention, and I've mentioned this on a prior episode, is... Well, I don't think I ever went into detail, but there are these things in astrology called perfection years, and they align with your age, which is why when you have a birthday, it it shifts. So I was on my 12th house perfection year in 2022, and I will be for a portion of 2023, and this is a loss. Um, it's, it's a period of coming to terms with your emotion. It's a very heavy year to go through. And this is your 35th year. Uh, it's also, uh, let's see, 35th, one, two, three, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so it also would have been your 23rd year as well as age 11. So they go every 12 years and it moves a house. And I'm not going to go into too much detail other than this is a period of pain and loss and it has lived up to this. But, but the beautiful thing about that was it taught me how to really process my emotions. This is when I started journaling. Now I don't do it every day because I don't feel like that is achievable. Like I don't think that's an attainable goal. So, (laughs) but you know, if I've had a heavy day or if I'm having a hard time processing my emotions, writing it down really helps me to figure out what it is that's on my mind. And I've also used this journal to process traumas, like the traumas that I've accumulated in my life. And I've written down things that I have never even spoken about. 
So it, it really allowed me to get really raw and really in touch with myself, all of myself, all those shadows, all those real dark spots that I ordinarily would have glossed over. Sort of that, that love and light movement, I would have sort of pushed this away. But there was no growth doing it that way. And really, really forcing myself. And it was forcing. It was, it was pure force from myself to myself to really look at myself my entire life and figure out what I can let go, what lessons I should have learned from it, and where I can go from here. So that's really been the focus of my life. And that was the focus of 2022. And it'll be the focus of some of 2023. But I am really, really excited about that first house perfection year. I'm I'm trying to get there like with all my might, like really, really struggling to get over there. So yeah, I mean, the last like year and a half really has been a struggle like this this point in our lives, because we're very similar in age, um, has been quite challenging. And it's, it's been like this exponential, like growth happening, right? Like we're, you know, like as human beings as a whole, but like, especially like you and me, we're really focused on growth, but man, it's been like so much more in this last year and a half, like having no choice, but to not like the, Oh, I think I want to work on myself this year. It's been like, like, nope, you don't have any choice and, but to walk through this door. <laughs> <laughs> Baptism by fire. Baptism by that, fire. That's... Absolutely. And, you know, I think it's safe to say, yeah, like this, this podcast was birthed out of a period of like, quote unquote, death for both of us. Like you yeah. experienced literal physical death um, in multiple ways. And I experienced a death of... <laughs> myself, a relationship, myself, my lifestyle. Um, And we have rebirthed ourselves while birthing this podcast. And like, I'm getting chills as I'm saying that, like, it's, I think it's made it that much more potent because this is like our baby. It's like grown with us, you know, through these life experiences. So yeah. And although I, I'm, I'm guilty of not journaling as much as Charlotte does uh, she has inspired me at times, honestly. And, um, like I'm, I'm holding my shadow work journal right here. I'm like fanning myself with it. And it is, it is so very important. We've talked about this a lot, but uh, it is something I intend to do a lot more of, which we will get into in just a little bit. (laughs) I guess that brings us to sort of like the last half of the year and really not much happened for me until November. Leading up to November was pretty crazy because we decided um, that it would be a great idea to not only get engaged in 2022, but get married in 2022 and not just a small little, you know, oh, let's go to the courthouse, but a full on wedding. Um, You know, if I haven't mentioned before, I'm terribly, chronically over ambitious (laughs) and it uh it ended up being beautiful and amazing but it was it was pretty crazy leading up to planning the wedding and um it really was it yeah beautiful beautiful not oh. crazy <laughs> it was it was oh but yeah okay <laughs> yeah it did it did turn out it turned out wonderful and it's it's so funny because like there's so many things in my life that i just sometimes just totally wing I'm just like, I've never done this before, or I don't really know what I'm doing. And I'm just going to put all these pieces together and hope that they fit. And that's kind of how it happened. I'd never planned a wedding. Um, and even though it was more on the small side, I was just um, kind of piecing everything together. And uh, one thing I'm really proud of is like almost everything for the wedding was thrifted or bought like secondhand. And yes, and it was beautiful. Yeah, that was <laughs> you made it all come together. Well, thank you. I and which I'm still surprised about to this day, because uh, <laughs> it, it well, you know, being frugal and resourceful is something really important to me, not only because it saves money, but um, 
it also feels like I'm doing something better for the planet, which is near and dear to my heart and has been for a very long time. And honestly, I just couldn't see spending, you know, so much money on things that I'm only going to use for one day. That just seemed absurd to me. Now, if you're someone who wants to throw a $50,000 wedding, then by all means, if that's what makes your heart happy, then do that. For me, I wanted to spend less than $5,000. (laughs) And uh, I still haven't completely totaled it up, but I did did come in under that. Um, And I'm really proud of that. So November 11th, we did get married and I, I think we did share some of those photos on the podcast and I'm sure I'll dribble in some more, but the point of mentioning this was not only because it was just one of the best days of my life ever. It literally was, it felt like a fairy tale. Like, uh, Charlotte helped me put all the flowers together. She did the bridesmaids bouquets and then she helped me put together my bridal bouquet and it was just everything I could have dreamed of. And people look at the photos and they're like, Oh my gosh, it was like a fairy tale. And that's exactly what I was going for. Like, um, it's sort of funny how things just kind of happen in my life. Like I had no idea what kind of dress I wanted. And so again, I just sort of surrendered to the universe and just like, was like, okay, just bring me what I'm supposed to have. And here I am scrolling, I think on Facebook one day and I got this ad from David's bridal and it was like this sort of medieval princess gown looking thing. I, I I don't even know exactly how to describe it, but I was like, okay, that's my dress. And I'm like, oh, please gods do not let it be like really expensive. You know, I was like, cause that I usually have really expensive taste and I disappoint myself. Cause I'm like, oh, of course I would want the $10,000 dress, you know? Um, so I clicked on it and to my surprise, this dress was literally only like, it was less than $300. I couldn't believe it. So I called over to the store in my town and I was like, do you guys have this dress? And they're like, yes, we actually do. And they literally had my size. I went and tried it on and it was beautiful. But anyways, um, to, to summarize that, (laughs) it really was a fairy tale and that's what I was going for. And, And so I got, I got everything I wanted and it was a beautiful day. We had a wonderful time. Um, my, mother who is very ill. She's handicapped, um, disabled, whatever you want to call it. She's at, she's got a couple of different chronic diseases and things that, uh, make it hard for her to walk. And then she got COVID in 2020 and that really like diminished her quality of life even more. And she's been on oxygen. So like, arranging for her to come to the wedding, an outdoor wedding in the middle of the woods, you know, (laughs) was going to be a little bit difficult. And she made it and not only made it, but was able to stay like the entire night. And it was so amazing. I was so glad for that. Um, my mother and I have, we, we have an interesting history together and we've, we've had to work really hard to, um, communicate, I guess is the best way to put that. And so it was really important for me for, and for her to be there and to be able to experience that because I mean, in my mind, that's like the first and only wedding I'm going to have. And I know that my mom is really sick and you never know how much time you're going to have on, on this earth with people, you know? So I really wanted to be there. So she was, and then, um, Let's see, that was a Friday. That Saturday, we went on our honeymoon, which interestingly enough, we were supposed to be gone for a whole week, but we ended up cutting it short for a couple of reasons. And it just felt like the right thing to do at the time. And I'm really glad we did because another reason why I'm mentioning all of this is because on our way home from our honeymoon, my dad called and said that my mom had had a cardiac arrest. And long story short, she ended up having two cardiac arrests that day and is still actually in the hospital. And so on this roller coaster of emotions, again, for 2022, we went up (laughs) with the most wonderful wedding I could have ever dreamed of. And then immediately back down when, um, when my mom had to be taken by ambulance to the hospital. So that is definitely not something that you want to hear or experience, you know, in the same week that you've just gotten married. 
Um, Fuck no. Yeah, it's like I had already taken some time off from from work in the podcast to get married. And then I come home to the possibility of my mom not existing anymore. And, uh, you know, Charlotte and I spoke. And, of course, she was like, you know, take all the time you need. And, uh, man, those next couple of weeks were crazy. And, yes, she is still here with us today, which is nothing short of a fucking miracle. Um, Again, like (laughs) her surviving COVID with already having like asthma and compromised immune system was like crazy enough. But um, the the staff at the hospital originally thought that she was brain dead, you know, that first week. Yeah. And my dad, bless his soul, is an amazing man and an amazing husband. And he just kept pushing and kept pushing and he kept staying by her side. And he, to this day, like he's probably at the hospital with her right now. He's been up there every single day. Um, He's a saint. He just was like, no, I'm not giving up. You're not giving up. I'm not giving up. We're not giving up. And we kept asking them to run more tests and we kept just pushing the staff. And it was like every day she was showing more improvement. So it's been a really wild ride and she still is uh, quite compromised. Um, and, you know, who knows where that's going to lead us, but she's still here. And so having said all of that, just to, to kind of touch on why I disappeared for a little while. <laughs> and again, like the end, like, like the end of 2021, the end of 2022 was just like, whoa, did not expect this, did not see this coming, was quite dramatic in a way because, um, Well, like Charlotte was saying, I have a tendency to sort of make light of things that I go through. I think it's like a survival mechanism. Sometimes as humans, we just like deflect and we're like, oh, that's not so bad. But really those those first couple of weeks after her um, accident, I guess we could call it her episode uh, was a wild ride because you know, we thought she was going to die and then she didn't die. And then we thought she was going to die again. And then she didn't die. It was, it was crazy uh, to say the least. And so I ended up having to take a month and a half more, more than a month and a half off to kind of regroup. And um, thankfully Charlotte is amazing and could carry the torch <laughs> through and um, ended up recording a, uh, at least one episode all by herself. I I ended up doing two. So I would stack it like once every couple weeks so I could get everything in there. Because there's a lot. Because there's not only the, the podcast, there's also the editing portion. And then there's the making graphics and, you know, not only promoting, but also, you know, coupling things with our episodes that sort of build on our episodes. That's what we use the Instagram for, you know, because yeah, things are great, um, you know, audio wise, but sometimes it, it helps to have that visual. So maintaining both of those. But there was one thing you said about it being a survival mechanism. And that is what I'm facing this year. That is 100% because my entire freaking life was a survival mechanism <laughs> and to get to this point. So like this year to me was like completely collapsing completely collapsing in and onto myself to be rebirthed. It wasn't only about death. It wasn't only about death. It was also about being reborn. Where can I go from here? Who do I want to be? You know, and a lot of (sighs) completely collapsing allowed me to see where I was bullshitting myself and where I can go from here. That's been the largest focus for me. Um, I've actually had a pretty uneventful last half of the year. Uh, <laughs> Thank goodness. There's, there's not been, t- yeah, right. I'm fine. <laughs> like it's quiet around here. Good. <laughs> yeah. I, um, uh, I guess that there was that, that mid mid year point where, um, I, I ended up homeless for about, 15 hours anyways. Um. (laughs) That was, yeah, that was crazy how that all happened, but it ended up being for the better. Um, 
Yeah. Yes. Everything happens for a reason. At least I believe that. And, and, you know, as much as I'm not great talking about my emotions, you brought up a good point. And I think that's why I really, why I had to take the time off is because I did allow myself to fully, fully surrender and explore the emotions I felt when, you know, my mom got taken to the hospital and, and, this whole time that she's been, you know, recovering because uh, she's, she's had many close brushes with death, but this time felt a lot more serious and it, and it, and it really was. And I think it kind of, I faced not only her mortality, but my own mortality as well. And, and as someone who has made light of the emotional, you know, trauma and situations at, that I have been through in the past, finally allowing myself to surrender to that brought all of it to the surface. And mm-hmm. so I would say that it's like a tsunami. It was, it was a tsunami that I'm still working through and will probably continue to work through for my entire life. Mm-hmm. But I think that 2022 was really a year for me, at least. And I, and I think for you too, of, of learning to surrender and to, to really feel and allow ourselves to feel the depths of our emotions and not just kind of skirt over them like a jet ski on the ocean, but like mm-hmm. diving deep, like the whales, okay. you know? And so, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes much like the whales, I do feel like I'm holding my breath, <laughs> you know, and occasionally come back <laughs> up to the surface and take a new breath yeah. and then dive back down. Um, but I'm really grateful for that. And I think that that's where like true growth as a, as a human, as a woman, as a spiritual person um, comes into play. And I guess that sort of brings me into what I'm going to be doing differently next year is, is allowing myself in every moment to feel, which makes my life look a little different because (laughs) some days are really, really hard, but it forces you to process things, you know, and that's why I mentioned before that I'm going to be journaling a lot more because working through those things is the key. You know, you can't stuff it down. (laughs) You can't sweep it under the rug. You have to see it, accept it, feel it, and transmute it, you know? Um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing differently in 2023 is, is fully embracing that and, and sharing about that. You know, I, I also had to put my soul work on pause in 2021. Uh, even before I went through that death type experience I went through, I, I knew I felt it was coming. And so I had to stop um, the, the coaching and the mentoring that I was doing. And <laughs> am just recently in the last, you know, couple of months, been able to dive back into that. So going into 2023 is, is surrendering to the universe and, and digging back into my soul work, which is sh- sharing about my life and my experiences and, and helping guide others through the same processes that I've been through. Is surrendering going to be your 2023 word of the year? Ooh, you know, I hadn't thought about my word, but I have been, I have been saying that one a lot. So I think, I think that might be it. And I I got chill bumps again. So yeah, surrender. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That feels really, really good. I like that. I think mine is balance. I, I've realized that. So I have this, this sort of unwavering discipline, which is great, but also very fucking bad. Like it's real bad. <laughs> like, and I need more balance. My entire life isn't here to just be disciplined and just to get that next task out. I need more time, more time to be present. You know, I, I need my whole life isn't here just to work. So I've got to find ways to create more balance. So that's going to be my focus for sure. Mm. That's, that's, 
I love that. That's the one that's been coming to mind. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Jamie's like, I knew. I knew it. You should have. <laughs> I'd be like, Charlotte, are you even sleeping? She's like, no. And she's like messaging me at 2 a.m. No. Like, I've got all the notes up for the podcast. And I'm like, you should be sleeping. Like, good God, woman. But, um, but yes, being, you, you mentioned something there that I wanted to, to, elaborate on is um, you mentioned wanting to be present more. And I think that is something that I have been working on for a long time. Um, I think we're both very driven and ambitious and we have this tendency to sort of exist in the future, you know, like um, constantly trying to get things done, which for you, I would completely agree with that. Yeah, for you has thrown you out of balance. I mean, it throws anyone out of balance. For me, it's given me a shit ton of anxiety. I have had more anxiety this last year, which is an interesting contrast because it's been one of the most beautiful and loving years of my life, but also one of the most anxious years of my life. And I've never really been an anxious yeah. person. Um, it does run in my family so I'm not surprised my mom my mom my mom <laughs> my mother is a bundle of nerves all the time and so for me I think the reason why this word surrender keeps coming up is because in 2023 I want to work on also being present more and not worrying so much because anxiety stems from worry about things that haven't happened yet or that we can't control. And that also mm -hmm. puts us in the future instead of in the present. So for you, your word is balance to help you be more in the present. For me, it's going to be surrender because I want to just be able to experience every day to the fullest and not have it be yeah. full of nerves and concern. Um, because then you don't get to enjoy the moment. You don't get to enjoy it. And now that I have, you know, the love of my life here with me and, and this, you know, he has a beautiful relationship with the kids. My relationship with my kids is better. And it's like, I want to fully experience all of that and not be so yeah freaking out all the time. <laughs> and you guys didn't get to see that expression, but it was on point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have found and, you know, and I, and I know this to be true because I have experienced it before. When I surrender, things go so much better in my life. It makes it easier to manifest what I want. Things flow to me better and easier, you know, so it's like, I know that I need to do this. <laughs> Um, but it's taking more work than it ever has before, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, for me, like shifting into this like balance perspective has allowed me to be more present and it, it feels like less work probably because it is, it is for me. Like I'm not sitting there rushing through my to-do list, like, yep, got to get that done. <laughs> it's, it's taken the pressure off myself, which has helped my anxiety because my anxiety was a hundred percent self-induced. I did that shit. That was me. So. Right. Yeah. I fully own that as well. Like all of mine has been. And, and that's, I think like this right here is such a, a beautiful moment in and of itself because the acceptance and kind of owning that is like the first step, right? You know, shifting the the I hate to say shifting the blame but taking ownership of that that blame and not trying to put it on something else is the first step of that of that journey and that's I think the hardest part is learning like oh crap like I'm responsible for all of this like <laughs> I can't blame anyone but Damn, myself really? <laughs> so yeah yes. going into next year it's like taking ownership and seeing all of these parts of ourselves and, and putting down the things that don't work 
and working on the things that do work. So yeah, I think that concludes our year review and ends at a point where we know what we're working on next year. We know what our focus is going to be. We, we see what maybe didn't work last year and, and where we really want to be. So thank you for joining us on this little journey through, (laughs) through 2022. Um, I hope that it inspires you to look at your life and evaluate um, everything and kind of create a plan for yourself for next year and, and choose a word, choose a word for yourself, um, which is a practice I've been doing for a few years ago now and, and Charlotte as well. And yeah, so to keep up with what we're doing, be sure to follow us over at Cosmic Cauldron Podcast on Instagram, as well as our personal pages, mine being Jamie Amanda Official, which is J-A-I-M-E Amanda Official, and Charlotte over at Eclectic Charge. That's where you can see what we're working on other than this podcast, because we both are working on quite a bit on the sidelines right now. Some really exciting stuff coming up in the next year. Um, And we hope that you continue to join us for season two of the Cosmic Cauldron podcast. Yes. And feel free to DM us or message us and let us know what your word for 2023 is. So until next time, blessed be. Peace out.